Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Andre Bauer, Megan Thee Stallion, Eddie Murphy, Tiffany Haddish, Trevor Noah, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. People won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, can potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. Family is your legacy. Planning for a natural disaster will make sure you're all safe. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan today for the tools and tips you need to protect that legacy. That's ready.gov forward slash plan. A message brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Um, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, find the lyrics. Start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on X at That's Entertain 1. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on X at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T-Jones-Gibbs, that's T-J-O-N-E-S, G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is of chilly, 37 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for joining me here on Blog Talk Radio. So how's your week been so far? This week, uh, oh, before I make go on with the show, I want to let you guys know it's that time of the year again where I do my end of the year show where I give you a rundown of all the top entertainment stories that was newsworthy in 2023. So make sure you look out for that. Also, in February, we're going to be doing my annual Valentine's Day show. It's the one time of the year that I do a, a full music show of some of my favorite artists. So make sure you tune in. So if you don't have any special plans or you don't have anything, you don't feel like going out that night, or you don't have a Valentine. Just sit back and relax and enjoy some smooth R&B music from some of my favorite artists from that genre. And that's in February, so make sure you look out for that announcement. Well, uh, this week we're going to be talking about the uh, Emmy-winning actor uh, known for 
be on the funny, very funny Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Homicide. We're talking about Andre Bauer. He has passed away at the age of 61. We're going to be talking, remembering him. Also this week, uh, Megan Thee Stallion had inked a distribution deal with Warner, Mother, uh, Warner Music Group. I'll tell you more about that. Eddie Murphy is back and cracking, and I'll tell you what that means. And... Uh, According to TMZ, uh, Tiffany Haddish has been charged on a second DUI arrest. And also, uh, Trevor Noah is returning to the Grammy stage again. And that's just some of the stories that we're going to be talking about this week. Also, we're going to be talking about um, my favorite group, BTS. Uh, This week, they have just... Uh, begin their mandatory military service this week. Uh, a lot of uh, their fans, the Army, are uh, proud of them, but at the same time a little upset because we won't hear from them until 2025. But that's not all the way true because they have did some projects and things that they what they have scheduled for Disney Plus and some shows that they were doing or uh, filming before they went to uh, to their uh, mandatory military service, a uh, military service. So um, we would be talking about that, but um, yeah, uh, you know, last week uh, I was scheduled to do a show, uh, but for some reason I um, my time the time wouldn't permit me to do it, and I kept reposting the show and reposting the show, and I just just couldn't have time to get it in there. So I apologize, and I was going to do one on Sunday. I totally forgot I had scheduled a show. It was get it was scheduled, planned for Sunday, totally forgot about that. So I'm making it up right now so that you guys can be up to date on the latest uh, entertainment news. So um, let's, get do, let's get started. Uh, you know, this, you know, I, I was talking about... Uh, you know, every time I told, tell you that celebrities always pass away in threes, you know, just last week we lost uh, Norman Lear, the writer, director, and producer who re- revolutionized primetime television with shows like All in the Family, The Jefferson, Maud, Good Times. Uh, he passed away. Uh, he died at 101 years old. We also lost the iconic actor who was uh, was the Oscar nominator. He was for his role in the 1970 romance love story, and he was uh, once married to Farrah Fawcett. We're talking about actor Ryan O'Neill. He passed away last week at the age of 82. And now we have Andre Bauer, uh, the Emmy-winning actor known for Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Homicide. He has died at the age of 61. A deadline reported that the acclaimed actor passed after battling a brief illness. Now, NBC also released a statement in the aftermath of Andre passing. The network spoke to the beloved actor's character and his much-celebrated on-screen performances. Brower won over the hearts of millions after his appearance in the 1989 film Glory. Edward uh, Wick uh, film featured an ensemble cast that included Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, Matthew Broderick, and more. Brower shined in the movie, staring as the sensitive soldier, starring as the sensitive soldier, Corporal Thomas Surlis. Uh, he then played uh, Jackie Robinson in the TV movie The Court Martial of Jackie Robinson in 1990. 
Homicide, Life on the Street, soon follow in 1993, where Andre played Detective Frank Pebbleton. The intense performance would earn him an Emmy Award. Andre's second Emmy Award would arrive for his role in the FX miniseries, Thief. However, his most synonymous role in recent memory arrived with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, starring as the no-nonsense Captain Ray Holt. Andre exercised his comedic chops as he returned to yet another police precinct. The hit show lasted eight seasons and earned him additional Emmy nominations for his intensely hilarious role. And if you guys have been following, I had uh, interviewed two of the actors from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, uh, Melissa Fermero, and also I interviewed, um, oh, I can't think of his name, gosh, I'm sorry. I he was the 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 the. the oh my God! I can't believe I can't remember his name. The small Italian guy on the show. They were guests on my show. I'll think of the name later in the show. But uh, my I really wanted to interview Andre uh, when they were doing the press tour for Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, they had scheduled me. Uh, two actors for the show And I was like Oh I wish they would You know Let me interview Andre But never got to Interviewing him So We he, we really lost A good one here um, Very talented He was a very talented Charismatic mm-hmm. actor Very nice Very professional uh, Always le- Lending some kind of uh, Advice to Younger actors So he would definitely Truly be missed um, Eddie, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, uh, has inked a distribution deal with Warner Music Group, uh, while retaining ownership of her music. The Cobra rapper has managed to secure a contract with a major label that can enable her to still be an independent artist to some degree. The 28-year-old rapper released her previous LP, 2020 Good News, and 2022 Trauma Zine, um, on 300 Entertainment and 1501 Certified, but in October she told fans she no longer has a record deal, so so it would be bringing out, she would say she was going to bring out her next record independently. Now, speaking on Instagram Live, she said, quote, this part of my album is definitely very much funded by Megan Thee Stallion because, you know, we try to get off. You know what the T. But I have no label right now, and we're doing everything funded by Megan Thee Stallion Pocket. The budget is coming from me, Hot Girl Productions. It's all coming straight from Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion brain, wallet, we in my pocket. Hottie, so let's do our big thing. Big one, unquote. Megan, who previously took legal action against 1501 Certified Entertainment for allegedly trying to interfere with her control over her music and for allegedly trying to keep her locked into a contract recently, teased her next record will mark a new chapter. All right. Uh, Also, uh, Eddie Murphy. That's right. Eddie Murphy is back and cracking down on crime in the new Beverly Hill Cop Axel F. trailer. On on Thursday, December 14th, Netflix released the teaser showing off the latest addition to the 80s franchise. The Mark Mallow-directed visual follows Murphy's Axel Foley as he returns to Beverly Hills. Now, fans of the beloved franchise will be delighted as they catch a glimpse of Judge Ryan Hall and John Ashton reprising their role as fan favorite Lieutenant Billy Rosewood and Sergeant John Taggart. Foley can be seen gearing up as he departs his hometown of Detroit 
and rocking his signature Detroit Lions varsity jacket, the character picks up where Beverly Hill Cop 3 left off. Foley takes down two criminals in the teaser and also shares a classic car scene with Taggart and Rosewood. Now, Murphy shed light on the new movie during an exclusive interview with People. He details his experience shooting the movie. Murphy admitted this time around was hard due to his older age. Beverly Hill Cop, Acts of F, is set to release on Netflix in the summer of 2024. Wow, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Also this week, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, She, let's see, well, according to TMZ, she has been charged on a second DUI arrest that took place in November. The 44-year-old actress and comedian was charged on two misdemeanors, including driving under the influence of alcohol and driving with a uh, 0.08% blood alcohol content. The girl's trip star was allegedly observed sleeping in her running vehicle in the middle of Beverly Drive, leading to her being arrested. She received her first DUI in January of last year when she was caught sleeping behind the wheel in Atlanta, Georgia. However, she was eventually released after posting a $1,666 bond. Now, following her most recent DUI, which happened on November 24, the same day she performed at the West Hollywood Laugh Factory, the Los Angeles native told E.T., quote, this will never happen again. I'm going to get some help so I can learn balance and boundaries, unquote. Now, during her comedy set at the Laugh Factory, she also joked about the incident. Haddish arraignment has been scheduled for December 22nd. And Trevor Noah is returning to the Grammy Awards stage next year. When speaking on his podcast, What Now, with Trevor Noah, the comedian declared that he's so excited to be tapped as host once again, marking his fourth time emceeing the star-studded Music Awards ceremony. Now, Trevor made the announcement just days after the Recording Academy revealed its nomination for the 2024 ceremony. SZA topped the list with nine nominations in total, including Nas in the Album of the Year, Record of the Year, and Song of the Year categories. SZA put out her acclaimed SOS album back in December of 2022, and it features the hit single Kill Bill, which is among the nominees for Record of the Year going, or Record of the Year gong. Victoria Monet is the second most nominated artist with seven nominations in total. The 34-year-old singer who had previously written hits for the likes of Ariana Grande and Fifth, um, uh, Fifth Harmony is among the nominees for the Best New Artist crown alongside Coco Jones, Gracie a- a- Abrams, Fred again, Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, uh, Noah, uh, uh, Noah Cohen, and The War and Treaty. Now, Victoria is also in contention for the Best R&B Album and Best R&B Performance Awards. Elsewhere, Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish, uh, Miley Cyrus, and Boy Genius have all received six nominations each, with female artists broadly dominating the leading categories. Organizers of the Grammys have amended the rules this year, meaning that the overall number of nominees has been reduced. The award ceremony will be held in Los Angeles on February 4th. And uh, also, uh, 
BTS RM, Jimin, V, and Jungkook are set uh, are beginning their mil- mandatory military service this week, uh, following in the footstep of their three bandmates who are already serving their duties. RM and V are scheduled to join the army. Uh, they, matter of fact, they joined the army on Monday this past Monday, while uh, Jimin and Jungkook followed them the next day. Uh, currently, the three other members, Jen, J-Hope, and Sugar, are serving in the military. Uh, RM said on Weverse, a K-pop fan community platform, that he said that the day has finally come and that he's really happy to live as a BTS member over the past 10 years. Uh, as the end is another beginning, I believe that something good will wait for us when this is all over, unquote. Now, RM said he is both afraid and scared, but expressed hope to learn lessons and get new inspirations from the new experience. He said that he always wanted to be a person who is by your side even when he's not there. So he said goodbye for now. And uh, V, he posted a photo of himself with the short hair. You know, they have to have that buzz cut. Uh, he, he posted a picture with the shaved head with sunglasses, and he said that the... Um, he wanted to try it someday, and uh, you know, and also John Cook had to post. Uh, matter of fact, John Cook and uh, Jimmy did a live, their last live before they went in to tell Army and their fans and show them they they were showing the fans the the buzz haircut and everything, and that uh, they love their fans and they pray for their being healthy and safe and. Uh, and to look for them in two more years. Uh, as you know, in South Korea, all able-bodied men are required to serve in the military for at least 18 months. The four members are expected to be discharged from the service in June of 2025. Right now, we have here uh, 17 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I try to bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will remind you when I broadcast live. Also, if you can't listen to the show in its entirely, you know, our show is one hour, and say you can only listen for maybe 15 minutes, you can always come back to Block Talk Radio and listen to the show in its archives. We also posted the show on uh, Twitter and on Facebook if you can't listen to the show and you just want to come back later. Um, and also, you also not just my show here on the network, you can get to listen to all different shows here from entertainment to business to social issues. So make sure you register. It's, it's free, free of charge. Um, Taylor Swift Era Tours has smashed the Guinness World Record for the highest grossing music tour. The anti-hero hitmaker has been announced as the first artist to exceed a billion dollars, having earned $1.04 billion for the tour so far, which was wrapped after 151 shows in December of 2024, according to Polestar. The 33-year-old record breaker has pushed a lot aside Sir Elton John's five years goodbye Yellow Brick Road farewell tour, which saw the 76-year-old music legend rake in $939 million for 328 shows. 
what more, the chart topper has managed to earn more than Beyonce and Bruce Springsteen combined. The Break My Soul hitmaker 56-date Renaissance World Tour trumped Madonna's previous tour record with $579 million in revenue. So far, 72,000 people had attended each of Taylor's concerts, with the concert grossing more than $17 million per show. And according to the report, Taylor has also made $200 million from merchandise so far. Taylor, who was recently crowned Time Magazine Person of the Year, is Spotify's most streamed artist globally in 2023. The streaming giant revealed its annual rap campaign for the past year, and the blank space hitmaker overtook Bad Bunny to take the title, bringing an end to three years of dominance for the Puerto Rican rapper. Taylor surpassed 26.1 billion streams worldwide since the start of the year, and she was the most streamed artist in the U.S. and the U.K. 1989, Taylor's version was also named the biggest selling album of the year, and Taylor broke the Billboard 200 record for the most album charting at the same time when 10 of her records charted simultaneously. And WWE legend and successful actor Dwayne The Rock Johnson will step into a different ring in his next film. The 51-year-old will play two-time UFC heavyweight champion Mark Kerr in a forthcoming A24 movie directed by Benny Safdie. The Smashing Machine will tell the story of Kerr's achievement as a mixed martial artist, but also his struggle with addiction. Kerr was the subject of an HBO documentary of the same name in 2002, and Johnson and Safety will provide a fresh look upon its release. Safety and Johnson have been working on the film since 2019, and the former will be responsible for both the writing and direction. Benny Safdie's involvement is highly touted as he directed and co-wrote the popular 2019 film Uncut Gem. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's lengthy filmography includes several appearances in the Fast and Furious series, The Mummy Returns, The Scorpion King, Gridiron Gang, The Game Plan, and many more. And the Recording Academy has issued an official statement on Sean P. Diddy Combs' possibly attendance at the upcoming Grammy Awards amid his serious legal issues. The music organization confirmed that it's evaluating an invite to the rapper after he was hit with sexual assault lawsuit by multiple women. Diddy is nominated in the category for Best Progressive R&B Album for his latest effort, The Love Album, Off the Grid, at the ceremony which will be held on February 4, 2024 at the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. And prior to the statement, the Mirror reported that Several officials in the Academy are trying to get the Bad Boy record founder removed from the guest list as a number of celebrities have requested to not be seated near him. A so-called music insider told the U.K. news outlet earlier this month it came after Diddy was accused of sexual assault by several women, including his ex, Cassie, and in the suit filed in November, she accused the rapper of rape, abuse, and sex trafficking during their on-off relationship from 2007 to 2018. He settled the lawsuit with the singer one day later, with his attorney insisting that the settlement was in no way an admission of his client's wrongdoing. Later, two other women filed civil cases against the hitmaker. A woman named Joy Dickerson Neal accused him of rape, drugging, and revenge porn back in 1991. Meanwhile, a third woman who is identified as Jane Doe alleged that Diddy and R&B star Aaron Hall took turns raping her and her friend at an MCA record event in New York City in the early 1990s. 
Diddy has denied any wrongdoing following his third lawsuit. His spokesman uh, said in a statement, quote, these are civil lawsuits, uh, these are civil suits with fabricated fabricated claims of misconduct from over 30 years ago, which are nothing but a blatant money grab. Mr. Comey is being unfairly targeted by anonymous accuser who lied for financial gain. The New York legislature never intended the Adult Survivor Act to be exploited. The spokesperson also called the lawsuit an attempt at money grab and called the rapper an easy target due to his fame. Right now we have here uh, 24 minutes after the hour. Coming up after the uh, music break, uh, we're going to be talking about, speaking of Diddy, 50 Cent's production company is going to release a documentary about Sean Diddy Combs and the sexual assault allegation pointed against him. Also, Nicki Minaj will make 2024 exciting for the bars. I'll tell you what that means. And Kanye West is being blasted as sick for wearing a black version of a KKK-style hood. And also, Netflix has revealed its signature comedy festival. It's returning in 2024 with a massive lineup. And the cast of the upcoming Good Time animated series has been revealed. And Matthew Knowles, Beyonce's father, is set to adapt his 2017 memoir into a feature film. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you dare go anywhere. And 
all the guys in the back waiting on the next track. Cut your boy a little slack. I'm Jack. I'm vanilla, baby. I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer, baby. She's 28, telling me I'm still a baby. I get love in Detroit like killer, baby. And the thing about your boy is, I don't know what That was the latest from Jack Harlow and Loving On Me. Uh, Before we uh, went to the break, I was telling you that uh, 50 Cent's production company will be releasing a documentary about Sean Diddy Combs and the sexual assault allegation pointed against him. After the news of a fourth allegation of sexual assault against Combs were revealed, 50 Cent announced via X on Thursday that proceeds from his upcoming documentary about Combs will go to victims of sexual violence. G-Unit Films and Television will be producing the untitled film. A representative for 50 Cent and the G-Unit Film and TV confirmed the documentary was in development with the following statement. The untitled Diddy documentary is in development through G-Unit Film and Television with Curtis 50 Cent Jackson serving as executive producers, uh, producer, a uh, proceed from the documentary that G Unit Film and Television received will go to the victims of the sexual assault and rape. A representative for Combs did not respond to requests for comment. And Nicki Minaj will make 2024 exciting for the Barb's just days after releasing her highly anticipated studio album Pink Friday Day. The self-proclaimed Black Barbie announced that she's taking her new album on the road with a massive tour titled Nicki Minaj Presents Pink Friday 2 World Tour. The Barbie World hitmaker is set to kick off her Pink Friday 2 World Tour in Oakland, California on March 1st before making stops at major arenas in Las Vegas, Atlanta, Philadelphia, New York City, and Chicago, among others. Nicki will conclude her 28-day tour on June 7th in Berlin. Fans could expect to see Nikki transform from the stage into a gag city, the hot pink utopian metropolis featured in her new album, Promotional Materials. The Pink Friday 2 World Tour will not be Nikki's only big project in 2024. In the middle of the tour, the super freaky girl Raptors will headline Rolling Loud, California, in Inglewood, California, and Dreamville Festival in Raleigh, North Carolina on March 15th and April 7th, respectively. The big announcement came after Nicki released her fifth studio album, Pink Friday 2, which served as a follow-up to 2010 Pink Friday. The Trinidadian starred new record feature collaboration with fellow big names such as Drake, 50 Cent, J. Cole, Lil Wayne, and more. And Kaya West is being blasted as sick for wearing a black version of a KKK-style hood. The controversial uh, rapper who has been dumped from his money-spinning brand deals over his anti-Semitic outburst wore the shock outfit to his Vulture album, Listening Party, on Monday, December 11th. 
initially showing up to the the event, dubbed the Vulture Rave, with a garment covering his face, dad of four, Kanye, later changed into this dark, pointy black hood as the title track for his album played in the song. Now, Kanye addressed allegations of his past anti-Semitic behavior, and uh, he, he, he addressed this rapping. Uh, others dismiss a theory that Kanye was satiring white supremacy and his outfit. Uh, more critics slated the face that Kanye's daughter, North, whom he had with his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, was at the event and at one point joined him on stage. Uh, he and his daughter, Chicago, Kim's daughter, Chicago, she's right now, she's five, and his son, Saint, is eight. They also was in attendance and were spotted in the crowd with the rapper's new wife, Bianca Sensori. Uh, it appeared that Kaye and Kim's youngest child, four-year-old son, uh, Palm, did not attend the party. I keep telling you, something is definitely wrong with Kaye. He just, he does these things, it, it's just, I don't know, I, I, I Anything that Kanye West does, it, it really doesn't surprise people anymore, does it? I mean, it really doesn't. Um, Netflix has revealed its signature comedy festival is returning in 2024 with a massive lineup featuring a variety of events. The 2024 Netflix is a joke fest takes over Los Angeles from May 2nd to May 12, 2024 with over 300 live stand-up shows, special events, table reads, sketches, and more with the best comedians and artists in the world. Additionally, the festival will also feature outside jokes, including late-night live stand-ups and cast games. Standout in the comedic schedule include performances from Cat Williams, Chris Rock, Kevin Hart, Trevor Noah, Mike Epps, David Letterman, Wanda Sykes, Marlon Wayans, Linnell, Roy Wood Jr., and more. And the cast of the upcoming Good Times animated series has been revealed. That's right. There's going to be an animated series of the popular show from the 70s, Good Times. Per deadline, the reimagining of the classic sitcom is set to feature the vocal talent of Marseille Martin, who we all know from the hit comedy show Blackish, Jay Farrow, Yvette Nicole Brown, J.B. Smooth, Slick Johnson, and Rashida uh, Oliwola. The late Norman Lear is also set to guest star in the premiere episode. Now, Renanda Shepard and Carl Jones are the series co-creators, and with Shepard serving as the executive producer and showrunner, according to the report, the animated Good Time series finds the fourth generation of the Evans family living in apartment 17C of the last remaining housing project in Chicago. Norman Lear and Brett uh, Miller executive produced the animated series under their Act 3 production. St- uh, Stephen, uh, Good Times has no confirmed release date. Uh, however, sources tease a summer 2024 premiere to deadline. Now, uh, it was first announced in 2020. The new uh, iteration explores the family in the present day as they navigate today's world and contemporary social e- issues. Uh, per Variety, the 10-episode series was ordered by Netflix. 
And Matthew Knowles is set to adapt his 2017 memoir, Racism from the Eyes of a Child, into a feature film and limited series. According to Variety, the music manager partnered with Say Uncle Entertainment for the release, and together they're currently chopping the feature. Robert Uncle, a former vice president of programming at 20th Century Fox, confirmed to the outlet that the feature script based on Knowles' book is complete and ready to take to market. The executive will oversee the project development with partner Howard uh, Kazajan, who served as one of the producers on the original Star Wars trilogy. The film will focus on the first half of Noel's book that centers around him growing up during the race riots in Alabama in the early 60s. The now 71-year-old was was one of six black students who attended an all-white school and participated in peaceful protests despite being once burned by a cattle prod. And at one point, he was even arrested four times in one day. In addition to covering Noel's experience, it also spotlight how the giants like Martin Luther King Jr., Albert Turner, Ralph Abernathy, and his own parents, including his mother, who was Coretta Scott King classmate, fought for equality. Back in March of 2022, it was revealed that Knowles will also be releasing a film similar to the Will Smith-led King Richard where he discussed managing his daughters, Beyonce and Solange, while married to Tina Knowles. However, there's no update on the status of that project and no word on what the limited series will center around. And uh, they, um, they ca- uh, Pharrell uh, is providing a huge opportunity the the artist Pharrell from his former group Neptunes and who is a a fabulous producer and writer, he's getting ready to provide a huge opportunity for one lucky person as he geared up to handle the music for another film. He recently put out a casting call for a female lead for the forthcoming unnamed movie. The Virginia legend posted the casting call via X, formerly known as Twitter, on Tuesday, December 12th. And this is what he wrote. He said, for a new musical motion picture being developed by Universal Picture with original songs written by Pharrell Williams, Benji Pasek, and Justin Paul, those interested in auditioning for the female lead must be able to portray a black woman between the age of 25 to 34 and be able to sing and dance. To audition, they have to send a recent photo, a video clip saying their full name, age, and location, as well as 30 to 45 seconds of them singing a song to Atlantis Casting 2023 at com. The graphics specify that the performers must be unaccompanied, uh, a, a, a cappella, and it requests that the people do not submit any of their original music, otherwise their application will be deleted and not considered for the role. Submissions are due by January 1, 2024. This forthcoming film will be added to Pharrell's impressive string of contributions to films such as Hidden Figures, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Despicable Me, and Despicable Me 2. His co-collaborators... Uh, have worked on La La Land, Dear Evan Hansen, and The Greatest Showman. So if you are interested, make sure 
you uh, are re- you're around the age of 25 to 34. You have to be able to sing and dance, and you just you do like a um, make sure you give them your full name, age, and location, as well as 30 to 45 seconds of singing a song. Do not sing any original music. You just go to Atlantis Casting 2023 at NBCUFilms.com. Right now we have here, oh, 20 minutes left. Okay. Um, Time is going by fast. Fans are in for a rock of ages next summer. Rock legend Def Leppard and Journey announced they're hitting the road on a co-headlining stadium tour. The 80s favorite, who previously teamed up on a 2018 joint tour, will be setting out across North America in the summer of 2024, and they're making it a show classic rock fans will remember by bringing along fellow icons like Cheap Trick, Hart, and Steve Miller Band on selected dates. The 23-city tour begins on July 6th in St. Louis, Missouri, and continues through September 8th when they wrap up in Denver, Colorado. And along the way, the two rock and roll of fame inductees will bring their show to stadiums in major cities like Chicago, Nashville, Boston, Toronto, New York City, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and more. Cheap Trick will help kick off and close out the tour, while Steve Milliman will play the majority of the shows and Hart will join them on three dates. The tour comes after the Pour Some Sugar On Me band play another nostalgic tour throughout 2023 with fellow uh, fellow heavy metal group Motley Crue. And 56 years after Michael Jackson had his first ever recording session, the song will be released digitally for fans to enjoy. Big Boy, which was recorded by the Jackson 5 at the wonderful... Studios marked the first time Michael Voice was put on tape. Now it's set for digital release, and fans can purchase it as a part of a limited edition release. For $25, fans can purchase Big Boy Wonderful Virgin, which is accessible through another block player. Images of master tape and agreements, downloadable song stem, and a digital vinyl B-side, including Michael the Lover and My Girl with their stems. Meanwhile, the limited edition available for $100 includes everything in the aforementioned package, along with newly designed artwork and nine additional songs and stems from the Stilltown session in 1967, including Big Boy's Stilltown version, We Don't Have to Be Over 21, The Fall in Love, You've Changed, Track of My Tears, Lonely Heart, Saturday Nights at the Movie, Stormy Monday, and Under the Boardwalk. A portion of the sale revenue will go to Legacy Foundation, a nonprofit serving Lake County, Indiana, where his hometown is located. Terrence Howard is suing... CAA for the alleged conflict of interest in the agency dealing over his compensation on Empire. In the law, in the lawsuit filed in Los Angeles Superior Court, Howard alleged his agents who packaged the deal with Fox prioritized the interests of themselves and the show producer, which is also represented it, by inducing him to take below market salary over his six season run starring in the series. CAA uh, declined to comment on the matter. Uh, James Bryant, a lawyer representing Howard, take issue with the packaging fee in which agents are paid directly by a studio for attaching actors or a director to a writer's pitch. In addition to Howard, CAA re- represents series co-creator Lee Daniels and Danny Strong, as well as production company Imagine Entertainment. And according to Bryant, the suit alleged that Howard was providing misleading information over salary of similar situation actors when he asked what others 
at his level of frame would be compensated. His agent allegedly gave him faulty comp- comparisons when he should have been getting paid on the level of Kevin Spacey in House of Cards or John Hamm in Mad Men. And asked about his pay, Howard said his deal afforded him 325000 per episode at the height of what he was being paid in Season 6. He was never given a producer credit, even though he rewrote most of the scenes and acted in the capacity of producers. The suit also claimed that there was a, a racial component to the agency alleged refusal to negotiate in the best interest of Howard, who said he was underpaid by as much as 50% compared to top actors in his in hit series. Howard bring claims for, for breach of fiduciary duties, among others. Uh, this isn't the first suit that Howard has filed over his compensation on Empire, one of the most watched shows on the network during its run. In 2020, he sued 20th Century Studios over allegedly unpaid royalty fees for use of his name and likeness on merchandise. The complaint claimed breach of contract and demanded on uh, an accounting. Right now, we got 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining story of the day, so don't go anywhere. Do you practice everything 
That was Dua Lipa in Houdini. Well, we got 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining story of the day, uh, Netflix has greenlit Squid Games, the challenge for a new season. Uh, the streaming giant announced that the controversial game show, which is based on Squid Game, will return for a sophomore season. Uh, in the related news, the first season of Squid Game, the challenge had finally crowned its winner following nine episodes of nine biting games, unexpected betrayal, as well as Forge and Broken Alliance. Uh, May Wellen, player 287, she successfully took home the top prize of $4.56 million in the finale. Uh, the 55-year-old Virginia native had beat other 455 contestants, including finalists Phil, player 451, as well as Sam, player 016. While the show topped Netflix list of top 10 English-language shows for the past two weeks, it sparked controversy regarding the alleged harsh conditions during the filming. Last month, some contestants reportedly threatened to take legal action against Netflix and the show producers due to injuries they suffered during the filming. And Melissa Sent 3 is in the works with Angelina Jolie returning. More than four years since the second film was released in theaters, the actress has confirmed that she will return for an upcoming third installment of the Disney film series. In a new profile with, uh, with the Wall Street Journal magazine, the Academy Award winner revealed her upcoming movie project include the third Maleficent movie. While she confirmed she has signed on to reprise her role as the villainous character, she did not share any details regarding the forthcoming sequel, actually. The Kung Fu Panda star also said that she was has finished filming Without Blood and will appear in Maria, which is directed by Pablo Lorraine and will be released in 2024. Walt Dis, uh, while Disney has not officially announced Maleficent 3, fans rejoice upon hearing the update from Jolie herself. Jolie first portrayed Maleficent in the 2014 film Maleficent, she reprised the role in the 2019 sequel. Elle Fanning, who portrayed uh, portray Aurora, Sam Riley, Amelda Staunton, uh, Juno Temple, and Leslie Manville also starred in both films. Jennifer Lopez is gearing up for her first mu- uh, movie musical. According to multiple media outlets, the actress and singer is set to star in the upcoming movie musical version of Kiss of the Spider Woman. Variety confirmed the casting of the Hustler actress in the new film, which will be directed by Bill Condone, uh, who credits include Dream Girls and Chicago. Uh, the movie is an adaptation of the 1993 Broadway musical by John Kander, Fred Ebb, and Terrence McNally, which in turn was based on the 1976 novel by Manuel Pug. The story was previously adapted for the 1985 film starring William Hurt and Raul Julia. Now, the Broadway musical adaptation of Kiss of the Spider-Woman, which starred Cheetah Rivera in the title role, earned seven Tony Awards, including Best Musical per uh, Entertainment Weekly. Rivera was later succeeded by singer and actress Vanessa Williams in the Broadway run. Lopez's run in the new version of Kiss of the Spider-Woman will mark her debut in a movie musical. And uh, after fighting to save the world in the Marvel film, Sebastian Stan is set to enter the cutthroat world of business for his next acting gig. The actor has been tapped to star in a Donald Trump movie from King Prize winner filmmaker Ali Abbasi. 
The Falcon and the Winter Soldier star is set to play a young Trump in the film titled The Apprentice, represented for the film confirmed to CNN. The film focused on a young Trump as he built his real estate business in New York City in the 1970s and 80s. And besides Stan, Jeremy Strong and Maria Bakalova have also been cast for the movie. The Secession star will play Roy Kong, a notorious uh, lawyer and fixer who, um, I guess, I'm sorry, will play Roy Cohen, a notorious lawyer and fixer whom Trump considered a mentor early in his career. And as for the Guardian of the Galaxy Volume 3 actress, she will portray Ivana Trump, the former president's first wife and a businesswoman, who partnered with her then-husband on some of his most prominent real estate projects. The two divorced in 1992, and Ivana Trump died in July of 2022. And according to the synopsis, The Apprentice is billed as an exploration of power and ambition set in the world of corruption and deceit. Abbasi, whose recent feature, uh, Holy Spider, premiered at the 2022 Cane Film Festival, will direct the movie with a script by Gabrielle Sherman. Sherman is known for his biography of Fox News founder Roger Ailes, the loudest voice in the room, which was used as the basis for Showtime's 2019 miniseries, The Loudest Voice. And the K-pop girl group Blackpink has finally signed and renewed their contract with YG Entertainment. The news was revealed in a regulatory filing by the company on Wednesday and caused its uh, KOSDAQ listed shares to leap by 26%. In a press statement, the company said that Blackpink plans a new album and a world tour. The news comes after months of speculation that the four-piece act, Jisoo, Lisa, Jenny, and Rose would take their act to another shop. Blackpink's previous contract with YG expired in August. Variety understands that the four group members' individual contract is still under negotiation. Blackpink was formed under YG in 2016, but as the quartet hit new levels of recognition and popularity worldwide, there has been speculation that the old seven-year deal would need to be substantially renegotiated in the artist's favor. Blackpink recent world tour includes 66 performances in 34 cities and was watched by 2.1 million spectators. In April, Blackpink made history with its sophomore set, Born Pink, becoming the first album from an all-female group to hit number one since Dandy Kane, Welcome to the Dollhouse, in 2008. And singer-songwriter Enrique Iglesias and music right platform influencers Media Partners have announced a new major partnership deal spanning his professional career along with name, image, and likeness rights to expand future licensing opportunities. The deal includes his pre-2021 masters released by Universal and Independence. Bloomberg reported that the deal, which is the first name image likeness deal for influencer media, was for nine figures. The announcement arrived during the artist's trilogy North American tour. He recently scored a number one single on Billboard Latin chart for his new song, Así es la Vida, the first single from his forthcoming album due in February. Influence has invested in over 26 category, uh, sorry, catalogs, including Blake Shelton, Future, Julia Michaels, The Stereotype, Ali Temposi, Skylar Stone Street, Harry Styles, co-writer Tyler Johnson, and more. And uh, Daddy Yankee says 
He's devoting his life to Christianity following his retirement from music. The rapper and reggaeton star announced his plans to a stadium full of fans at the Coliseo de Puerto Rico in San Juan during the final show of his La Meta tour on his native island. The Gasolina singer explained that despite his success in the music industry, he felt a void in his life that he only fills when he began focusing more on his faith. Daddy Yankee was visibly emotional during the speech in which he referenced a new beginning and referred to himself by his birth name, Ramon Ayola Rodriguez. Daddy Yankee first announced his uh, retirement in 2022 in a statement obtained by People that also mentioned his farewell to album and tour. The singer album Legend Daddy was released in March and received a 175 million stream just three days into its release. In addition to the song Gasolina, Daddy Yankee also had a crossover hit with 2017 Despacito, his number one song with Louis Fonsi and Justin Bieber. I'm sorry, Louise Fonsi and Justin Bieber. Uh, the singer album Legend Daddy was released in March and received 175 million streams just three days into its release. And in addition to the song, uh, yeah, I'm just repeating the same thing, but uh, yeah, he is retiring from music. He's going with uh, going with God, going with his faith. So. Uh, Best of luck to Daddy Yankee. <laughs> um, Morgan Whalen, uh, he has no excuse for using a racial slur back in 2021. In a new cover story or, that he did with Billboard, the singer reflected on the incident when, in a video obtained by TMZ, Whalen was captured using the N-words to describe one of his drunk friends. And because of that situation, the country star says he realized just how much that people listened to him. While the performer said the person he was then is definitely not the same person he is now, it doesn't diminish the impact of his words and the hurt he caused. Waylon later met with black leaders in the music community like 300 Electra Entertainment Chairman and CEO Kevin Lyles, Universal Music Group Executive VP Chief People with Inclusion, Officer Eric Hutchison and Grammy-winning gospel artist B.B. Wining, as well as with the Black Music Action Coalition in an effort to educate himself and learn and try to be better. And after the video surfaced of Whalen using the slur, he released a five-minute Instagram video addressing the incident, urging fans not to defend him because he wanted to take ownership for the offense. Whalen claimed that the video that surfaced was taken during a bender, which he said was not something he was proud of. Whalen recently extended his 2024 One Night at a Time tour with 10 more stadium shows, including two back-to-back nights in each city. His May stop in Nashville is now a trio of consecutive shows at Music City's Nissan Stadium. The new dates will kick off in April 5th, at Indianapolis Lucas Oil Stadium and go through August 8th at Las Vegas Allegiant Stadium. The string of dates, which feature a rotating set of openers, three at each day, including Jelly Roll, Laney, Wilson, Bailey Zimmerman, John Party, Nate Smith, Brian Martin, Lauren Watkins, and Ella Langley. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. 
You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Joan Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. And uh, if you celebrate Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah and uh, season greetings. I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>